everything I know I learn from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Damn the new 52 Buying up every issue on DC Not exclusively what I'm into Bastards comics with the healthy Wolverine classics The soul down below So when you think you go Hell be exclusively fill the past enemy saber tooth And you killed your dad for the second time in hell man tell me that's not badass man, Hey that's greetings salutations and other It's CBMFP it's comic bastards idea of a podcast that we like to do weekly sometimes it's up Sundays sometimes Bright and early Monday morning. <laughs> I'm Kevin. I'm Dustin. Thank you guys for listening. Oh man, so much to talk about. There is a lot actually. You want to just dive right into? I, I guess if you're a Morty, Morty treading water in oh, it. Oh, Michael Phelps treading water in it. Subway and Reefer. Um, <laughs> comic book illustrator Tony Harris hates women. Cosplayers. Is this true? I think, he just, uh, I think it's more <laughs> of like a no fat chicks sort of thing. Um, what? What's? I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little crazy. What constitutes fat? Like I exactly? Well, like, I don't know. I mean, look at the man. Ask him. So. Well, no. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll take what constitutes fat in maybe America or maybe even the UK, wherever you're listening. Like, do you look in there? I mean, like you see, like, is she a chunky Brewster? Where you're just like, you're pretty cool. You got a little little muffin top going on. I can. I could attack that. Or is she just like obese? She kind of has like a waddle, um, a well, bad shoulder from holding her kids up at the bus now stop. She has kids? Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you. Well, okay. So, Tony Harris, or as he posts on Facebook, Tony Effing Harris. Nice. Get him, Tony. Get him. Um, basically, was like, I'm tired of cosplay chicks that just. Google image search for their costumes and just want their boobies hanging out. We right. never actually talk to these guys at the con and just go there because they just want attention and et cetera, et cetera. Basically, fame whores, posers, and yeah, and fame whores. The ironic thing is that his number one claim to fame, Ex Machina, is like the biggest gateway book for women to read comic books. Like, well, I don't so think... many women enjoy that book. And, you know, that's their, they're in. And they're, and the other thing is, if you've been to any con, it is full of people that have no idea what's going on. A comic book, there's a hand being raised. Right. Um, so it's just like, that's your biggest problem? Not the guys that go there and just no, no. movie I think, shit or anything? I mean, I didn't, I didn't take it that way. I mean, I'm, I don't say, I don't think, it doesn't sound like to me he's coming off being you know, a hypocrite about it, but... No, I, I, I'm saying he's an unintentional hypocrite. I, I don't even think that. I think what he's probably trying to say is, like, I think you hit it right on the head, where just people are just, like, showing up, oh, hey, I'm Jean Grey, and I'm the Phoenix, and I just wanted to wear, like, a skin-tight outfit and show off my knockers because my boyfriend read a fucking X-Men book once in his life, and we're going to go... Because you're going to, of course, always have that, because comics are huge right now. Comic book movies are huge. I mean... 
I read a there was something on uh, BBC or something. They were talking about how geek and nerd are in now. How it's like, yeah. oh, that's real popular, and it's not no more of an insult, or it's just no. Now people use it inappropriately, right? And they're, they're like, like, I did my math homework. I'm such a geek, and or I, actually, I, that one was a good example. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> actually, I don't know what that you stupid <laughs> fucking nerd. Get him! I spent all night organizing my nail polish. I'm such a geek. No, no yeah, not, like, oh, I'm, I'm such a geek OCD. for you know, yeah, I'm such a geek for the office, man. I have like all the volumes and stuff, yeah, like no, shit not, like that. Like, that's how people a consumer. But no. If you have all the volumes, you're a consumer. Well, no, they're like a fan. They're like a huge fan about, oh, I just geeked out on fucking, uh, you know, Smallville and I got everything small. You know, stuff like that. That's how yeah. people do it. And But to that same argument, it's everywhere now. It's cool to watch comic book movies. And it's like the, it's like they get to sample that world without putting in all the work. Yeah. Like well, re- readings for assholes. I've got to go to a comic book shop. I, I can just get it through the mainstream. That's always been a problem, though. That's what I said. It's always full of posers but every that's, cons that's everything though that's music yeah. movies television it's anything that you deem personal and sacred to you that gets popular which is good for the industry you know until you know <laughs> gives a longevity so you keep getting more of the content yeah you're gonna have to deal with this but yeah i don't know why he just decided to go off on con girls and it's like because well, there's tons there's, of them there's guys like, that you know they pay models like i've seen like 500 different websites yeah. of a photographer who's like hey check out this chick i made dress up for cosplay yeah she's super girl and i got her behind like some clouds and it looks like she's really flying because i photoshopped the fucking yeah, binge exactly. out of I the mean, shot it's like she's not cosplaying he's making her cosplay for his portfolio yeah exactly there's a fine line of course but i think what he's saying is everybody needs to stop dick riding it because you're just like you think it's what's hot right now and then yeah in two years they're not going to go to cons because they're going to be that's played out cons are stupid comic books are stupid and that's probably more of his argument. And no fat chicks. You know, if you're a little chub, it's whatever. But And then you can't be, like, obese, man. You need to be taking care of your health, not going to cons. Yeah, well, I mean, he says, like, stuff like con hot. And, you know, just pretty much, I mean, he his whole vendetta is just girls that dress up that have only done image search, which I kind of find not to be true. Cause a lot of the cons I've gone, like... He's probably got you beat put on contract. I know he does, but... So he's but uh like you'll see like really weird costumes from women where you you can tell that's not a character they pick just at random right like they put some dedication into it and stuff and obviously there's other ones where you like see the really shitty emma frost where it's just like here's yeah. my boobs here's he's my just, ass yeah he's, like, he's just wearing talking white. about the major majority of them where she's just wearing fucking panties and leggings and yeah. okay i guess you're the fucking white queen because you have your tits watch out the movie yeah because you watch the movie and but and he probably sees it every day, all his con time he does. He probably, and it probably gets played out to him. He's probably just, yeah. he's sitting at a table the, and he's seeing it and it's probably just chipping away at him. But granted, but the problem is, is that is the exact like attitude that's wrong with nerddom and, and fandom is that it doesn't welcome anyone else new into it. No, I, you just, I like, totally agree. I, 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 die, I agree. Cause you know what? Maybe that's her just, okay, maybe she just read X-Men and wanted to be Emma Frost, but then she goes to read, you know, fucking Morning Glories, and, you know, and then she goes to, you know what I mean? Yeah. That could be her entryway, There's, but... Exactly. There's, like, right. for, for me, for before I ever really read a lot of Marvel comic books, I collected Marvel trading cards. I could tell you everything about the con- the characters, but I didn't read the comic books because I didn't have the comics accessible to me. Exactly. That was my gateway in, and if I didn't have that, then I went and started reading comic books. That's true, and, you know, at the end of the day, they're... It's just people having fun, and you can't be like a holier-than-thou attitude. Where like, 
listen, man, I've been fucking grinding. I've been reading comics since I was off the fucking tit, and you don't you don't get to have any. We can't do that, man. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess you can and fuck them, but that's your that's cool too. And uh, like, I get you saying that that's like a bunch of people attending the cons for. You know, and that's part of the problem with cons is people aren't going to the comic books. They're going to dress up. They're going to they're going see the, the movies. They're going shit. for the movies and the TV. That's the true problem. If yeah, you want to start it's like, and it's airs. kind of almost like you're saying, like this is contributing to that huge ass problem. Well, it could in a, in in a, a small way, things. yes. But at the end of the day, it's just a it's just a, it's just a symptom of the overall disease, which is the TV and the movies. We'll say it that way. It's a snake eating its own tail. There's a proper name for that, but I forgot what it is. They're going to need those movies and TV in the long run to sustain, you know, because then if not, you're going to lose all these little indie guys that were going to disappear because they sold one comic book that became a movie and now they can stay around for two more years pumping out shit. (laughs) So that was the big... Yeah, that was a, that was a big. I mean, that was, yeah, like everyone decided to weigh in on it and we figured we'd just... Now two other assholes have to... (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I think a lot of it, you know, I mean, I read several different, not several, I read a few, because after a while, I just got old it's, and boring. Yeah, it's whatever. Um, you know, and a lot of, like, the problem in writing an article about someone's opinion is that your own tone gets lost, and you either come off like you're attacking the person or right, not. Right, right. And I think it was better you could you could hear us talk about it and yeah. not be like man he's yeah, just going after him and if he in the end of the end of the day it's his opinion and it's cool that he has it and he gets to voice it and i don't think people should like break his balls about it I mean, that's what make he, his con experience harder i mean know? it it's what he yeah it's what he has to deal with every day if you worked at a fucking shit factory and had to shovel shit every fucking day you'd be like hey when i see shit kind of wears me out <laughs> it kind of bums me out uh, um, the good old shit factories Whatever happened to them? They went out. They closed them right after they closed Hostess. Yeah. Aww. JK, I miss you, Hostess, already. Seriously. Should have went back to work. Anyways. You know who's going back to work? IDW. They are. You know what they're doing? Shooting shit, probably. Well, not. Instead, they're working Using on... Using a licensed product to do some sort of thing? Well, the thing is comic books, and the product is that is licensed, that doesn't speak, you know, is G.I. Joe. Yes. Third time's a charm? Yeah, they're going to end, like, all, I, I guess, I think G.I. Joe has, I want to say they have, like, five or six ongoing G.I. Joe books currently. That's insane, and, right? Yeah, it is. It's a little crazy. It's like Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow have a book. Cobra has a book. G.I. Joe has a book. Um, there's the Real American Hero G.I. Joe, and there's there's a couple more, I think. I know there's at least one more. G.I. Joe goes to Washington? <laughs> Maybe. Um, so they're ending it and beginning a new number one in February. I think it's kind of, I know it's strange, but I'm okay with this. I am too. I'm okay with this reboot because the problem with G.I. Joe comic books for me has always been they get stale really quick. Right. Like, I don't know how many more times I can read Cobra actually taking over the world or like, <laughs> here's our new Cobra commander, which they just did too. You know it I, just kind of gets old unless you follow the cartoon exact or you restart it. It's kind of. Eh. You know what I'd like to do, and I, I mean, it's not. I'm not gonna break out the toolbox to fix GI Joe in the comic book world. I mean, I guess I could. Um, you know, I'm just gonna put a little uh, gorilla glue on the shit. Here's what they need to do. Some gorilla glue. I hear that can uh, 
hold your shoe sole together. My what? Your shoe sole. <laughs> What's it doing again? <laughs> Holding it together. My, sh- yeah, my shoe sole? It. Yeah. Gotcha. Everybody was just like, what the fuck is he trying to say? Yeah, that wasn't a tongue twister joke. Not That's a good two one. words anyway, so that start gonna... with an S. <laughs> Gor- yeah. Anyway, here's what I would do. You make it dark. You make it serious. Like, you don't have that waka to it. Because when it gets waka, you're just like, oh, fuck, man, I can't. That's kind of how this volume has been. But it's been but almost like, like too dark where you're just like, not like, no like, yeah, there, it needs to have a good, it can't be like full-blown action all the time because that's exhausting and it gets played out. You're not making any of like the action scenes or any of the climaxes like, you know, rewarding because you're just like, oh, we're just going to end this in a, what do you do to who did ha? And I would just reintroduce everyone over again. You know what I mean? Just take your time with it and don't have like, you know, a roster of like 52 motherfuckers. Well, in the like the press release, they're gonna have some old Joes, some new Joes. I think having new Joes is kind of good. It's like I know that there's fan favorites and such, mm-hmm. but that roster is so huge. Just like you said, you start dealing with everyone's favorite, and all of a sudden you got like that's the thing. You don't everyone on there. And you're don't just do like, it for Fuck. favorites. Do it for your story. I know that was gonna yeah. blow their mind. Be like, what? You just have a solid story. Like, I mean not reminiscent on the cartoon but i will when dr mindbender they were like hey we're gonna create Sepentor. that was the shit yeah that was fucking amazing well, what <laughs> that I've... was a cartoon <laughs> okay. what i've never understood about gi joe is it's basically could follow the same format as x-men why don't you have different divisions of the joes and a different core cast like this cast you know that's what Lady i think jay like, is yeah. running this crew I totally this cast agree. snake eyes is running this crew it's like you have such a potential to that's have the thing. like three different Joes. When you have Snake Eyes on the roster, I, he, I would be he's, like, he's Wolverine of the team. You had to have him on every roster. That's what I'm thinking. You go in there and you're like, hey, I need some fucking uh, sneaky, sneaky, stabby, stabby shit done. Where do we get a hold of Snake Eyes? Like he's on yeah. the payroll, but only when you need him. Because yeah. you're going to overuse him. I mean, it's great he had his own book, but come on, man. I will say, I like the costumes better. They look a little more modern. Yeah, make them modern, but because it's like it's cool, you know, to do a throwback to the cartoon and everything. But it just gets to a point where you're like, all right, yeah, that that was the '80s, and we're you know three decades later. Let's get some new pants on them, please. Something. Let's go. Uh, so I, I don't know. I like the consistency of it. I'm definitely gonna check it out. I'm actually in a favor of this one. It might get me reading GI Joe again because I haven't really enjoyed or read a lot of the idw stuff nothing in the last couple of years yeah not since devil's dude did their world war three thing that was a pretty cool ending they were just like here's a year we're ending this shit our license is up we're gonna go out with a bang and i was like this is pretty good and since then i haven't read it so hey uh real quick i know this doesn't have anything to really do with anything but are you familiar with blue water comics Dustin? I am shaking my head no because I don't want to talk about this. I don't well, want to give this any shine. Well, I'm going to because I've already committed to it. And what am I just supposed to ignore this now? People are going to be like, what the fuck, dude? Fine. Are you Let's familiar? talk about this bullshit. Are you, fam- are you familiar with Blue Water Comics? I am. No. Sometimes too familiar, I feel. Don't get... Um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Claim to fame is pretty much celebrity-based comics, I guess. Claim to fame, yeah. They spotlight... 15-minute fame. People, people you see on TV? People you know you're not going to see in another five years. Now unless you, they're dead. If you check out the site, uh, comicbasters.com, we got a post that Dustin just said, I'm going to go with it. Uh, honey Boo Boo. Sad part is, I actually covered this before a lot of other people. And they were like, 
Honey Boo Boo. And I started seeing it like two days later. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, Honey Boo Boo. I don't watch the show. I don't support the show. I saw I saw one episode just at a morbid too much. morbid curiosity. This is coming from the guy. If I told you it was TV watching habits people, you'd probably throw up. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's I watch fucking I watch beautiful television. Anyway, Honey Boo Boo's got a comic and I want if you in within the sound of my voice, pick this up. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Listen to me. Don't pick it up. Don't support these terrible, terrible books. Blue Water is in so many lawsuits over these fucking comic books, and yet they still just turn them out, turn them out. And it's like, her face looks like it's melting. (laughs) Yes, I was just like, I don't even know who this is. All I know is it's just a monster (laughs) in a dress. It made me laugh. Yeah, it made me sad. Only uh, Only if she was diving in like a mud. Or yeah, I think a loose the, meat the sandwich. Official, <laughs> there's like an official press release release announcing the book. Presley, press release, man. I can't talk today. Um, and the first line was, "You better redneckify," and I was just like, "Fuck this bullshit." I don't, I don't even know what that means. That's her catchphrase. Oh, is it like I've you, only seen a trailer for the TV show, and I know that's her stupid fucking catchphrase. Is it like you better recognize? Yeah, you better redneckify. Redneck. <laughs> ne- redneck. An eyes. I can't even say it again. Now. This is podcast is again a T, uh, TVMA. <laughs> Dustin, yeah. that's not even a rating that applies to us. <laughs> Man, that's yeah. weird. So yeah, check that out if you don't check that out. Just feeling, everyone ignore it and it'll go ever, away. It won't, it's never going to go away, dude. It will go away if people stop supporting it out of morbid curiosity. Hey, man, you see stupid shit like that, you just go, nope, that doesn't exist to me. You know what? Shove a couple co- copies off the counter and oh, just let people fuck, step dude. on it. We get it. Don't start. No, you got to pay for those issues. If you're no. going to trash them, you pay for them. No, no. Or you can send us video of you buying all the Honey Boo Boo comics and shitting on them or burning them. Hilarious That's... in both accounts. That's fine, I guess. You know what does have my attention out of morbid curiosity? Okay. Five Weapons. Yes. Um, Five Weapons by uh, Jimmy Rob- Robinson. Yeah, like... So there's these little teasers that are out for them, and uh, is this going to be as good as these teasers has got me thinking? I hope so. There's It's so simple. It's just basically um, half of the character can't see their face, but you see their weapon, yeah, their name, the logo of the book, and just a little sassy pose they're in. Sassy pose and a little like catchphrase for them. In a way. Yeah, exactly. Or a, a bit of dialogue possibly plucked from the story mm, just to give you a little uh, maybe sample of their character their yeah their mo or what have you but to me and i'm gonna and i i want this to prove me wrong 100 percent. there's no way that book is going to be cool as these teasers these teasers are too cool like they're gonna it, it's this, yeah it's this is getting fucked up i'm gonna open this book i'm gonna be like you fucked me this book sucks ass i don't ever want to say that i want to read it and go you know what this book is as awesome as these you son of a bitch fucking awesome well if you're not familiar with the creator he is the man behind bomb queen which is if you've never read bomb queen it's probably the most mature comic book without getting like almost an adult rating or be calling without penetration yeah kind of right pretty much yeah like it's it's right there it has how i live my life to the ladies i'm in a subway without i just get real raunchy no penetration though (laughs) 
then you might really like this book. Hey, all right. I'm interested. Queen queen books. But yeah, I mean, he just kind of has like very, very mature dialogue. Um, I mean, that's the thing about Bomb Queen is she just kind of almost runs around sexually harassing like everyone. But is it, does it work? Is it fitting? Or is it just kind of like this? Some of the Bomb Queens have been good. Some of them have been meh. Okay. I mean, sometimes he adds so many other elements to the story that you just kind of go, oh, that was lost in it. Yeah. Like the latest volume. I kind of stopped reading after the first issue. It was just kind of like, eh, I see what you're doing. And I didn't really mm-hmm. like all these extra elements you added to it. Um, yeah, with this one, I don't know. It seems a little bit different. It seems like he's venturing out. It's just a miniseries because I've uh, been following, because of these, I've been kind of keeping up with his Twitter. And he's already, actually already working on issue three. Okay, and, that's um, positive sign. Yeah, I think it's probably just going to be five issues, I would imagine. And that, uh, and then he has another new comic book he's gonna announce after that so so what do you think hopefully if this um five weapons does well we'll maybe see five more weapons or yeah I, I mean hopefully it's not just like a one and done or you know or if it is then it's just like a good fitting story so i uh, to me it seems like a little reminiscent of maybe maybe morning glories but mm. um he was just like hey here's there's some other influences he usually has like his fingers pretty much good on the pulse of like pop culture and shit so it could be something somewhat nerdy that you know people are familiar with yeah yeah i don't reference right i don't know i mean image unfortunately hasn't released like the uh solicitation of what the book's about yet just the teaser so daryl the arrow arrow god i can't wow, just, talk today you need to take a five bro you take a five and come back <laughs> yeah with more just... comic bastards podcast after this <laughs> anyways uh, June the Loon, Jade the Blade, Rick the Stick, and Matt the Gat. That sounds stupid, right? Don't, don't go with that. Don't. It's already done. I mean, don't write the book off because of what he just said to you. I didn't name him. Well, I know. I know I'm saying, but people are probably listening to that, going, oh, "That seems very remedial." Yeah, but I mean, it works when you see it. You're just kind of like, "Oh, that fits. It works." So there you go. There, there you go. There you go. There you go. You know, you know who's going places. Me in March, probably. Yeah, but you don't have to go very far because if you do go anywhere in March, I assume it's going to be the WonderCon. Yeah, but you won't have a hard time getting a hold of it, finding it because it's it's where it was last year. Yeah, yeah. See, hear all those confusing sounds I made? That's because I'm not excited that it's in Anaheim, actually. That's where it was last year. When you say I don't have far to go, I do. I'll have to circle the block for at least a couple hours before I can get to parking. Yeah, but you'll be there. Yeah. Well, let's hope to have a volleyball tournament and cheerleading tournament. I hope it's backgammon this year. That'd be nice. I doubt the parking will be very very (laughs) filled by that. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess shit fell through with... um, San Francisco. Well, not really. I fell through. There was, I guess, a big citywide event. And so the hotels were kind of bogus and overpriced. So they were just like, meh, we don't want to do this to people. You know what? I'm going to go stick my foot in my mouth. Um, Okay. If you're going out of state, say you live in Texas and you're going to see WonderCon, just wait, dude. See something else. If you're local and you want to go check it out, I don't think it's really worth getting on a plane i don't think it has a huge draw from well who knows 
I mean, these cons are bigger than anything. Some people they have they have their con, you know. This could okay. be their con. Good. Really. All right, I give you that. Good. Fair and enough. I'll, Fair enough. I'll say the first Wonder Con I went to was in um, San Francisco, and it was far better than the Anaheim one. Like I had a much better time. It was just a very different environment. So that's true. I would have liked to have seen it in San Francisco again, but they said someday, maybe. They'll attempt to bring it back. That seems pretty vague without committing to much. That's what they said. <laughs> That's what We're I was told. We're not going to commit to much. We're just going to say we'd like to bring it back there. Whatever. But it sounds like it really got them thinking of like, we could do four shows instead of just three. Sure, no one really goes to Ape, Ex- Ape Expo. but You were going to say Ape Escape, weren't you? I was. Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> Get me out of here quick. It's just a fucking free-for-all. Do you want to comment on DC and the variants? You got an opinion about that? No. All right. Not... DC's doing a lot of variants, and then they're going to stop doing a lot of variants. Because they're like, hey. We get it. Who's sick of variants? Yeah. And Marvel's like, not us. Remember when variants used to be cool? Well, that's what they said they're going to try to make. When they do a variant now, it's going to be for you know a special occasion, special book, I don't believe special them. highlight. Because, I mean, I remember when variants were just like, oh, shit, I, what the hell is that? You're like, dude, that was a variant. I didn't even know that fucking existed. Yeah, you couldn't even, like, find the cover online. But yeah. it was just like, here's all the variants. You're just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, it's when the book comes out and you're like. For me, I'm just like, cool, I saw the variant, whatever. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to read that one if I buy it. I'm going to put it in a bag. It's kind of weird, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I just remember back in the day, it was like variants were like the shit. I remember when, uh, was it Wolverine Origins, the Canadian flag one? Yeah, I have that. It's not worth shit now. Yeah. Sucks. Like, it's just... Or all the all the Civil War ones. Yeah. They retain their value, but they haven't gone up. So, it's like, if you paid 50 it's worth 50 That's about it. That's like, crazy, right? Like, it's... Well, yeah. it's, that's what happens, I guess. I don't know. They shouldn't have pumped the brakes on that shit. Shouldn't have flooded the fucking market, I guess. What can you do? <clears throat> oh, that's right. We can stop doing variants and... Then maybe the, you know, whatever. We're not, that's neither here nor there. I think we've already addressed that, anyways. Mm. You want to move on to your meat and potatoes? Yeah. All right. What have uh? What have you been reading? What, what have, I'm not what, ready. What have you been reading? Damn it, I'm not ready. I don't know. Is this thing? Um, what is it? David Wool and David uh, David Finch, Aphrodite. That's old. That's that's old? old. Where's this book? Where did it ever come out? Yeah, a long time even, ago. Yeah, I never even saw it. Yeah, well, that's because, uh, yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> that's what say. I figured because he's not there anymore. So I was just like, what do you read? Yeah, that was when he basically got his start. And... And I just saw it and I was like, oh, what is what is this? And then I found out it was just like a teaser. And I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a zero issue. That always. But I like, never saw it anywhere. Um, It was... Basically, just like cybernetic hit girl, you know, or not like hit girl, hit girl, a cybernetic assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, Top Cat really fucked it up after he left, but uh, yeah, it's just she was Aphrodite 12 or 9 or something. Right. And um, it was okay. It started off great. I mean, it was just like David Finch, his artwork was why you tuned in. Right. Because butt cheeks were hanging out everywhere. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But the story. It didn't release consistently consistently at all, mostly because of his artwork. And the story was just like, whatever. Mm. 
That's too bad. Like if you've missed out on it, it's not worth going back. No matter what anyone says, it's not worth it unless you're just gonna flip through and look at the pictures. Huh. The story does did not hold up. So well, that um, that aside, because I just was curious, I was like, I'll ask Dustin, he'll know. What I did read it was a book called Lot Thirteen. What the hell is that? It's a DC book from Stevie Niles. Oh, interesting. And if it's Stevie Niles, it's probably horror to some extent. Does he go by that now? Is that a new thing? He goes yeah, by it, says it, on, it says it on the cover here. No, no, he doesn't go by that. <laughs> now, speaking of him, um, remember that book he did, Remains? Yeah. Where it's like a zombie in Las Vegas, basically. Guys are trapped in the yep. Very bank familiar. vault. Yeah, there's like a pair there, and they mm-hmm. get out, and the, <clears throat> some sort of fallout has occurred and you know they were safe take over the rooftops of vegas right and try to wait for help you know that's a movie yeah i remember that well i remember it got purchased i didn't know it actually had released to the general public yeah if you guys ever read this book it was was okay i remember being okay i don't remember like it was like a mini i think it was like five or six maybe five um it didn't blow my mind but i remember being fairly entertaining it was pretty good it wasn't too bad so I'm cruising through the Netflix Insta Watch thing. It's on there. The really? cover is a zombie holding playing cards with like a burning hole through it. Very uh, Annie Oakley shot right through the middle. Hmm. Sounds. It's an hour and twenty eight minutes. It's fucking terrible. Hmm. Like zero budget. Like, I mean, there's like, just, there's a budget, but it's really bad. Like I didn't. They spent it mostly on craft services. Yeah, I was just like, was the comic this fucking bad? I remember the comic being somewhat no, the comic entertaining. Was pretty good. Yeah, the, um, it had a bit of a cheesy origin to it, but right, it was, it was just like it was whatever. A little self-aware, kind of corny, but man, it did. Guess what? It didn't translate to film. Remains. Remains. Well, that's uh. Um, Glenn Farber. He kind of has bad luck with his movies getting turned he into does. film properties. Like Thirty Days a Night stinks. Yeah. Like, I don't, the first I don't series was great. Had... Second one wasn't bad either. Then after that, done. third one was. Third one, was like, the third one was the short stories where they like split into two storylines and it was terrible. They had like some goat sucker storyline. It was yeah. fucking bad. But then the fourth one was also bad. Uh, you had me there for a second. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> basically, it, um, it starts off in like 1670. And it's, Wait, this is Lot 13? This is Lot 13 we're talking right. about. No more remains, no more 30 days a night, Lot 13. So we're in um, Fairfax, Virginia, the year 1670, and there's like a town. You know. 1670. But yeah, motherfucker, I, it's they got bonnets on their fucking head, and wow. plague is running amok. <laughs> okay, that fucking plague, always the plague. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, so they're all like, the, I got all my teeth. Burn you know? the blankets. Exactly. That would have been a brilliant idea. So basically, there's like a town hall meeting. And there's this family, and they've committed suicide. Uh oh. So burn that's, their blankets for sure. Yeah, that's a no-no. So basically, you've abandoned God. You've turned your back on him because you know suicide is a crime. So they're on trial. The, the dead, dead family. The dead family's on trial. Yeah, are no, they I back just, to life? No. See, you, you, we gotta pump the brakes a little bit. All right, pumping. Pump, pump, pump. So the town, pump, pump. the town folk are just like. Fuck these motherfuckers. We're going to give them an open grave, a fucking a family grave, basically, where I'm going with it. Shoots the dude in the other half of his head that he still has. You know, mom's getting her ass kicked. They all have sacks of their heads, so it's 
it's kind of a they're cool... beating up the dead bodies yeah it's like a you know to get that wow yeah and then they throw them all in an open grave and somebody poop in it one of the i think the little boy's still alive because you see his eye through the sack and you're like wow he just took like a fucking la beat down and he's still alive hmm he grows up with a sack on his head please tell me he grows up with a sack <clears> on his head and starts killing people that's and he's dead in a fucking hole <laughs> oh flashback to now flash okay. forward let's just yeah, say not flashback uh, anyway it's modern day families you got dad you got mom you got um the teenage goth girl that loves the you know the rebels uh you got the tween i guess we'll say yelling at the cell phone you know sounds like a tween and then you have the little awkward boy so there that's that's your family dynamic they're moving you know hey we're moving let's all load up the the truck i don't want to move you know uh, i will uh, punch your face and you will move right Uh. so they get to the place everything's all packed up there's they they finally move into the house getting out of the big city going to the suburbs house still has like the fumigation tent on it Uh dad's like what the fuck i thought they said i'd be ready by now yada 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 get back in the truck we gotta find a hotel no we're going back to the old apartment wife's like we can't dummy we just got out <laughs> we got their they got how apartments shit. work they don't just let you back in after you turn in the keys yeah they're flustered it's understandable they're driving they're like well we're in the suburbs so we're probably gonna have to go a minute to get a hotel you know because you know, hotels in the suburbs so they're in the middle of fucking bfe driving hit a kid <laughs> Hit a kid. What the fuck? I did not see this going. Driving. Kid standing in the middle of the road. <laughs> splatter this dude. It decapitates him. Best book ever. Everyone just go buy it right now. Fucking turns him into jelly. Just fucks, fucks him up. They get out to check it out. Fucking hotel room. Oh, fuck. They go to get out. Kid's not there. No guts on the hood. Nothing. Uh, when they do pull out, they look and there's this, oh, what's this? It's like a big ass hotel right here. Convenient. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what? Dad's like, I'm gonna check it out. We've been driving all night. We just murdered a ghost, I guess. Goes in there and he's like, Hey, we just got a deal. I wanted two rooms and each of us got a room for the price of two. Oh. Pretty pretty snazzy deal. Sounds like uh, a fucking horror situation. Starts handing out kids, or starts handing out keys to the kids. All right, here's the rules, guys. Blah blah blah. Little boy is all alone, trying to get situated in his room. Goes outside his door, sees the kid they just hit with the truck. Oh, that kid's creepy as fuck looking. He just survived an LA beatdown in the 1600s, bro. And got sm- splattered by a car. Too. Yeah, he caught a caught a beep beep. I'm a jeep. Huh. Yeah. So this is DC. How does it fit into the new Fifty Two, or is it just? It's just a book. That's just weird. a book. No, it's not f- a movie tie-in of yeah, some sort. Not that I know of. I mean, it probably will be soon. Is the way this is hmm. built. Um, it seems strange that he doesn't do work for DC for so long, and then all of a sudden he's back. And it's a it's a mini. It's one of five, so I don't think it's gonna hang out. I've I've seen like a couple other Fifty Two type books that aren't hero related or 52 related per se yeah um, i mean i guess this would have probably been a wildstorm book if wildstorm hadn't been canceled by that chick whose contract um, might be up next year not vertigo ish to me yeah it's got that if kind they of, haven't trimmed back vertigo yeah i mean it has that feel but i think they just threw it on dc because that's what they care about right now yeah and his name will probably sell it no matter what 
Well, um, and it stops the brand confusion. Yeah, exactly. It was actually pretty decent. Hmm. Like, it did have some fucking corny-ass horror moments, so I'm like, why would you do that, dude? Why would you do that? Whatever. But I think the family dynamic that he was trying to slowly... I mean, not a lot happens. It's a lot of banter. I mean, either people are going to read that shit and hate it, or they'll find it interesting. But it was almost like he was treating it like a horror movie. It was very reminiscent. I mean, you could he say... He always kind of writes his stuff as a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, you can say what he was cherry-picking. I got like a poltergeist vibe from it, just with the family dynamic and the house moving and the let's get out of here and go to you know, sit, you know location B. But yeah. it, it kind of it reminded me of that. I mean, not saying that it's you know verbatim that, but it was all right. Hmm. Um, it's only five. I plug along, see where it does, see where it goes. Well, so, I mean, it, it won my money just splattering a fucking kid suddenly. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't. It didn't feel like he had to sprinkle like the horror in there, but I was just like, cool, he hit that kid. That's pretty cool. It's cool that uh, Glenn Farbury, probably saying that incorrectly, had that kid's head fly off. That's what sold me. Hmm. So check it out. Law 13, Niles, Farbury, DC, number one. Number one of the bullet. Number one. Or of the head decapitation. <laughs> number one issue, actually. <laughs> That's cool. I'm ready now. I've read stuff and I can talk about. What did you read? I don't want to talk about it. No, oh. I'm joking. Um, I read and uh, I did not review Chasing the Dead. Number yeah. one. I was going to try to read that, so I am familiar with your what you're talking about, and go. All right. Um, there is a review for it on the site from Carl, who uh, contributes, and so if you want to read his review, check that out. And if you like what Carl has to say, you can check out more of his stuff at his website. Theinfozombie.com. There you go. Um, so basically the book, it starts off, uh, these two kids are on a playground, and this little girl's like, no, no, we, should, we shouldn't be out, we shouldn't be out, the... Um, I forget what he's called. Oh, the Harvester. She's like, the Harvester, he might get us. And basically, it's just like this guy that everyone's aware of <laughs> driving around kidnapping and killing kids and shit, but they can't catch him. You know, this is like, I want to say it's taking place in like the 70s or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, the little boy's like, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. We got, you know, we're fine. It's not too dark or anything. Sure as fucking up. Black car pulls up. Big ass farm looking motherfucker shows up. He's like, I'm the harvester. I'm here to harvest some fucking uh, you guys. That's what I'm here to harvest. Kitties. Yeah. And um, he like, I think he says he wants like the little girl's eyes or something. And he bats around the little boy. He's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> little boy drop kicks him from somewhere. I don't know how. Gets a drop on him. Starts stabbing him with his own knife. They ended up killing this like 350 pound man and these two like little kids um he's like we can never talk about this we need to go bury him under that bridge and just be done with this moves forward into the future she's cursing uh, her name's sue and the little boy's name is phil she's cursing phil's like name because Mm -hmm. like he disappeared a year ago like they grew up married had a kid together and then he just like disappeared off the face of the planet and left her to run their like real estate mogul business you know like they're just like we're the big biggest bigs in the whole big wide world and it's like christmas eve they're having a christmas party felt a little diehardish on that like mm. shit's going down on this she goes home and uh she comes out because like her babysitter's like oh i put out a dress because you know um got some messages or something saying you're going out tonight and she was like i'm not going out what the fuck are you talking about 
She tries on the dress. She's like, I want to feel pretty for a minute, you know. Wait, what Die Hard is this? Not Nakatomi Plaza Die Hard, right? Yeah, that, well, that's what it felt like. But then it oh. switches from that, like, instantly. Oh, okay. Like, I thought it was going to take place in the building. I was like, oh, this just got Die Hard on me? And right. I was like, no, we didn't. We went to her house. And I was like, oh. And he's stretching out his feet on the rug, like, rolling his toes. And shit, it's the fan. <laughs> I got no shoes. Yeah, no. Um, she gets a phone call. Because she comes downstairs and finds her babysitter and her kid gone. She's like, what the fuck's going on? Phone calls very scream-esque. You better do everything I say or I'll slit your little girl's throat. Right. Doesn't ask her her favorite movie or anything like that. So he's like, all right, I need you to get these items and get in your car. you got like five minutes to do that. So she's like scrambling, gets all the stuff that she can, gets into the car and makes the phone call. And he's like, do you have everything? She's like... No, I forgot my keys. And he's just like, what the fuck? You think I'm joking? You know, just like, go. Stupid he's like, bitch. He's like, I don't give second chances. This is your only chance. Go get your fucking car keys. That's it, you know? So she goes, she gets the car keys, comes back. And he's like, all right, you have everything. She looks behind and sees that she's dropped the shovel that she was supposed to get in the snow. She's like, yes. He's like, I was like, oh, why did you didn't. How did you miss the shovel walking back? Here's the thing: the it's not is it? It's not walk a walk, right? It's not walk a walk. Okay, it just ha- it suffers from a lot of just like why did you do that? Like type moments where you're just right. like why did you do that? Right. Um. And basically, like this, she drives back to where they buried the body, and that's like where it leaves off. And she's like, well, I don't have the shovel. I lied. I I dropped it. And he's like, well, better start using your hands. Mm. It's snowing. It's cold. Shit's gonna hurt. The ground's hard as fuck. Yeah. Um, and that's like where the, the book leaves you. Um, you know, I liked it okay. The art is, I love the art. Yeah, uh, the art I like the character design too. Yeah. I mean, other than the kid drop kicking the guy from like, I don't know how he, I don't know how he got up like six feet in the air and drop kicked him. I guess like eight feet in the air because he drop kicked into a six foot tall guy. But other than that, like the art was really good. And just kind of, I just enjoyed it. Like it was, uh. Uh, surprising for me, right? I didn't, I didn't you didn't know what to expect with yeah, that exactly. title and with right. Yeah, so it was it was actually pretty entertaining. I agree, it wasn't too bad at all. Like I said, I think a lot of the I like the setting, I like the time. Yeah, and I like a lot of the character design. I thought they were like, I was like, oh, if I could draw, I would have draw, <laughs> I would have drawn that shit the same way. Yeah, yeah, the art is just like really good. And I think maybe that's what sucked me in was just that I like the art so much. I was like, right. okay, I'm, I'm gonna forgive a lot of like little elements here because I just, I just want to see what you do with the art. Yeah, like, that's it. Like that's all I care about. Yeah, sometimes that's all it takes is just there's a little sucker moment where you're like, all right, normally if this was anything else, I'd be picking this book apart or I'd just be done with it. But you let shit slide, you know, because it's worth it and it's that good. Cool. And what's so, the book called again? Chasing the Dead. IDW? Yep. There it is. So what do you read? I read a book called All New X-Men. It's part of the Marvel Now line. Mm-hmm. And it's a number one. Is it? Is it now? Because Marvel's got a whole bunch of new books. I think it's the is same book. Bendis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It's uh, Brian Michael Bendis. And Stu- <clears throat> Stuart Amovin. I don't know. Amovin. Amovin? Yeah. What a name. Sure that's, how you say that. that's not bad. Good art. Good art. Good job, Stuart. 
Basically, it starts off. You uh, go back and forth on that guy so much, I don't even think you realize it. Well, I'm saying he he got his shit together, nice and tight on this first issue. All right. <laughs> Maybe issue two is gonna be real lazy. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> they're like, hey, this is the number one, Stuart. We need your fucking your bullshit from your previous works. <laughs> Anyways, he did the Ultimate X Men run that you hated. I know, but like this looks pretty good. That beast does not look good. You know, I don't know what you're you talking about. You don't think that looks about. good? No. I thought it looked all right. He's reaching out. Anyway, it does start off with Beast. <laughs> and he's having like an aneurysm in his like lap, I guess. He's beasting out? Yeah, he's beasting his pants. <laughs> no? He's beating the beast? <laughs> he's feeding the beast? I don't know. Basically, his, uh, he's going on to another mutation and it's like causing his butthole to clench. I don't know. But he's on the ground. Man, this poor fucking guy. He's... <laughs> Because there more mutations than anyone else. So he's just like, he's got some, he's got some meds to kind of calm the beast. <laughs> you see where this is going, right? There's going to be a lot of beast references. I'm, I'm <clears throat> beasted out already. And then we cut to the Gold Coast in Australia. We got these two honey dips and they're off in the club, you know, just getting, getting all clubbish. And there's this real, the dude looks like a penis. He's wearing a fucking dumbass hat. He, Real, like, hipster doofus fucker starts hitting on him. And all of a sudden, this diesel motherfucker shows up with no shirt. He's just like, hey, is, uh, don't yeah, touch her. Yeah, it's one of those clubs. <laughs> yeah, it's really, shirts optional. So, uh, the fucking little penis guy gets sweated by the diesel dude with no shirt. He's like, hey, you talking to that, you talking to her? That's my fucking sister. And he was like, hey, man, if you're into that, and it fucking knocks him out, beats his ass, and they just, and then it's just a huge brawl. And the chick's like, no, stop course the anxiety the the craziness boom she is a mutant her power is to stop time she doesn't understand what's happening but these guys do you got so <laughs> we can walk through time if you stop that shit exactly <laughs> emma scott and uh sir magneto are here and they're like he's like hey i'm not a mutant guys why do you here and they're like we only show up when you're a mutant these are exciting times for our people, new mutants are popping up all over the world. Because if they weren't, this book wouldn't be fucking been written. <laughs> yeah, because we realized when we let Bendis wipe out mutants that it really, really fucked up that franchise. Like it, it, it made this whole thing possible. Not only that, they explained to her, yeah, you're a mutant. Um, you're part Let me of. Tell this. you what your power is. Yeah, kind of. God. And uh, they're like, well, if you stop time, if I can stop time, well, what are you doing? Oh, we know a few few tricks. I'm Emma Frost, and I was like, oh, that was. Conveniently written. <laughs> Seriously. So basically, they give her this. We skinny... have these things called belts mm -hmm. with X's on them. Let's just do whatever the fuck is convenient for this story. And then Scott goes on his thing. How he needs to make shit right in the world and that whole fucking mutant human balance thing. And he needs to make it a better place. Basically, he's the leader. He's a mutant advocate kind of thing. Yeah. Typical. That hasn't changed too much. It hasn't changed. It's kind of a, it's kind of piled on a little heavy. Typical boring Scott. Uh, basically, once she calms down, she drops her powers, so everything starts moving again. Um, Fist fights continue to happen. Well, like, time's kind of shifted around them a little bit. I mean, the, there's it's weird because she can only cover a certain block of time, so that's still going, but the rest of the world's still moving around in normal time. So, like, that's kind of interesting, I guess. Hmm. But, uh, so basically, they call in, like, you know, SWAT team and shit. They run in there with the guns. 
And then uh, heard there was a mutant in here. <laughs> and then Magneto, Scott, and Emma are just like, "Oh no, you didn't!" And he just starts that off to blast. Really fucking convenient, motherfuckers. SWAT just magically shows up. And then back uh, at the School of Higher Learning, Jean Grey status, uh, Storm's watching TV. She don't do nothing else. <laughs> Sir, I'm Annette. married now. I don't need to do this. And then they, basically they're kind of like, Black hey, Panther's rich. Well, she's not there, or he's not there. He's not there. He's not allowed there. He's not a mutant. It's true. He's just a dude. He's just a man. <laughs> Get shit done. Basically, they're uh, Bobby. Um, they see the incident, and they're like, oh, Scott. Yeah, and they're just kind of like, oh, Scott, you're kind of getting a little crazy. You need to you need Hang to pump. off that Magneto fellow too much. Yeah, you need to pump the brakes. And then elsewhere in the world, this guy's being like, you know, interviewed. He's like, "Oh, we just arrested you, motherfucker, because you're this and that." And he's like, "Um, I don't know what I did. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't know that was pop." Here comes Scott, motherfucker. He's a mutant. He's rolling with us. Eat a dick, humans. And then they they take him. <laughs> and then you know, and then he throws up the double X, dude. It's awesome. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta just read this issue just for this. Oh god! He's looking at the CCTV and he was like, "We're the X Men. We stand together." X Men for life. And then he crossed his forearms together like an X. It real, real, real gangsterhood yeah. Generation X WWE days. I don't see Scott doing that, but. And then back at the school, they're still well, Kitty and the rest of them are still talking about what they need to do, and they're kind of just like, you know what? Scott's out of control, and <laughs> I think take him down. We got to stop him. So Beast is just like, oh, So the know. new X-Men is actually the group of X-Men that's going to take Scott down. Hold on, dude. Wow, this sounds exactly like the new Avengers storyline. Hold on. It gets, a, it gets a little richer. What does Beast turn into? So Beast has just got, dude, he's got bubble guts or something. <laughs> he just, he's, he's like, just, tap me off on this one. <laughs> got a date with the Beast toilet. <laughs> so either he's been buying up all the Hormel chili... <laughs> Or he's making hormone chili. His beast pants. <laughs> no, I gotta get twenty more cases out by the end of the week. <laughs> I'm a subcontractor. <laughs> and why does it gotta be beast pants? Can they just be pants? <laughs> Everything's beast in here. You smell that? Beast. <laughs> That'll be fifty dollars. Awesome. Just smelling beast don't come for free. Just, <laughs> just all those. Poo and his fur and so it's a real nightmare. You got to cut it out with scissors. He's got just like a fucking fire hose. He's got one of those hoses that shrink down. Do you think Bobby freezes it and just smashes it out with a hammer? Like, all right, I got you. We really got to trim back here more. <laughs> Actually, it's not all right. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to get the baboon look. Right, just shave your butt. <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. I mean, he does wear a little bee shorts, so. Okay, so anyway, it just shows Scott, and he's wearing, like, you know, the hater blockers. It's Beast not Scott, is it? Beast walks in, but it's Hank. He's, like, normal, right? So you're like, oh, what's going on? And Scott's writing a letter to Gene. Oh, what the fuck? And you go in there, and Hank's just like, you know, you know, we're risking human lives, and that's not what I signed on for, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, Hank's fucking bubbling. He's pissed. Then all of a sudden, this guy walks in. He was like, Beast walks in. And they're like, oh, shit, but it's Beast from the future and he's just like yeah i went back because uh scott's a real penis in my time <laughs> and i need you to not be a dick <laughs> that's pretty much it <laughs> and, uh, and then because he's just like first uh beast is standing there and then hank's like he's me and the beast is like i am 
And then I think Bobby says a real dumbass joke where he's like, so that's what it looks like when you don't shave. No one acknowledges it because that jo- joke fucking bombed, right? <laughs> he's, he tells it him. It would have been better if he made a time cop reference. Yeah, he's come. If you two make out, you just turn into a pile of mush. They kind of make a Back to the Future reference. And he's like, I need you to come back to my time to talk to my Scott. And he was like, I need to come back to my time. And he's like, things aren't going well for us. Is it our kids? And he's like, nope, it's you, Scott. You need to come back to the present day and talk to yourself. I need you to stop you from committing mutant genocide. That's it. That's what I read. I think I'm kind no, no of really worried about Bendis' run on X-Men. This is this is first. And like, if it's going to be as long as his run on Avengers, then I'm definitely worried. It's his first issue. Yeah, he had Cyclops throwing up the X, man. <laughs> that saved it. I'm getting that <laughs> like, on a T-shirt. He was about to pedigree someone right after that. <laughs> he was like, come here, Mags. Yeah! <laughs> he's on the same team. <laughs> Just because he's all hyped up on X or something. <laughs> I'm an X-Men. I drop X. I got some mollies. I'm doing crank blow. What do you got, Nos? Let's do Anything it. Anything with an X in it. I'm there. So, yeah, that's the all-new X-Men from the Marvel Now line. Um, you know, I probably do flip-flop on this guy's art, but I think it's all right in this one. Maybe it's the colors that are saving it. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like it has a different color. It doesn't look like but, that. Like, look at those two honey dips on the Gold Coast. That looks good. Well, it's definitely, like, a lot richer, thicker yeah. coloring. Because a lot of so his other flattened. stuff, I don't know, Marvel went through this point where they were like, let's do everything kind of a dull color, or like a dull um, coloring. Yeah, I mean, he looks, like, top tier right now with this shit. I mean, like, the colors, I don't know, it's got to be that. Yeah, I'm really kind of confused on the timeline of this, especially considering those other X-Men books show Cyclops wearing that, rocking that stupid helmet and shit. Oh, yeah, that's true, huh? And Emma Frost was in the white, and we just saw that her costume in Uncanny X-Men gets changed to black. I don't know. Was that magic? Is that... Where, here? Go go one more. Go the other way. Just touch it. That is... <sighs> oh, here? Yeah, Colossus' is sister. Oh, yeah. One of the worst characters ever. But... I don't care what anyone says. Throwing up the X. Throwing up the X. That's a t-shirt right there. From now on. Yeah, in a photo op, throwing up the throw, X. Throw up the X. <laughs> but you got to have your head to the side like, yeah, bitch. Like I'm running away. I don't know. I'll, I'll keep reading it until, bad it, boy. until it hits that Cyclops. Right. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, I mean, I applaud him for making Cyclops a focal He's got a big dick in this, Cyclops. He's just like, yeah, you want to get some Magneto? I tell him what to fucking do. Well, or he gets the pedigree. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Or the was the uh, the F one or something? Uh, F five. The F five. You put him on the yeah. shoulder, spin, and drop him. And you uh, like almost break Hulk Hogan in half. That was yeah. These are all ref- wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Move that. If they didn't get that, then I can't do another four yet. Can't. I can't go back. So yeah, I uh I went big this time. I went two major labels right there. I know. I'm gonna keep not going with major labels. Hey yeah, man, it was it was. I guess I'm gonna go with number three. Number three in October. Image? Yeah, image. I said, thanks, everyone, for making us number three. And I said, you're welcome, I guess. You are welcome. Thank you for saying thank you. Uh, I read, where is Jake Ellis? Where, where, where is that motherfucker? He is everywhere. Oh. A little bit of everywhere. Oh. Uh, this is the continuation of who is Jake Ellis. Mm, who Who is Jake Ellis? He. He's yeah. a motherfucker that's everywhere. Yes. There, there you go. go. Um, so this is a book by Nathan Edmondson and Tontic Zani. 
I probably said that wrong, but I thought you said youth... toxic zombie at first. No, tonky. tonky. <laughs> you call it's me a honky? It's like T O N C I. I think I don't even know. I might be messing up the spelling. <laughs> you might. No, yeah, it's T O N T O N C I and Z O N J I C. So you do the math. I did the best I could. And what I was given. Yeah. So it's, it picks up pretty much right where the first series left off, which um, this main character, John, he had this, he had Jake Ellis uh, kind of almost living inside his mind. So he could see what's happening around like Jake could. And he would tell John, hey, you got, you got guys coming for you. You need to wake up. You need to go left. You need to go right. Like he kind of like just, his mind's eye kind of thing in a way. And he didn't know, like, they didn't know, okay, are you a part of me? Are you someone else or whatever? And so at the end of the first series, it was revealed that Jake Ellis was a real person. Mm-hmm. And he's been in a coma for, like, five years while this guy's been running around, like, just thinking. Because they both woke up and they were just like, oh, what the fuck's happening? So wait, did, and, did the um, the guy think it was, like, split personalities or some sort of, like... Just, no, he was, was part he of a going... CIA experiment, so he thought it was something they did to his oh, own okay. psyche. So he thought he was just going crazy, kind of. No, he knew he wasn't crazy. Like, he mm-hmm. knew... You know, especially since like this, this was voice was like, done. "Hey, don't go left. There's four guys that way." And he'd be oh, like, okay. "Fuck you, go left." Like, oh shit, there's four guys this way. Oh, or, so it, it it proved its worth after. Yeah, yeah. Like time. they were familiar with each other. Like like I said, they spent five years with each other. Then he did this one botched job, and then like he got back on the CIA's radar, and they were like, "We're coming for you. We want our shit back." Mm. Um, so now they're kind of they're actually separated. And John, the main like the kind of the main guy that follows, is in Bangkok. He's like just trying to lay low. You know, great city. Yeah, he's like staying on the rivers. You know, he's got a little stick shack. Nice. And uh, very well prepared. Off the radar. Yeah, I mean that's it. That's like he's just trying to stay off the radar. He keeps his head shaved. You know, keeps it trimmed. Wears a hood when he goes out. You know, everything. Like whole nine. It's very like believable of what he would do. He keeps a little backpack shit. He hears a guy creeping up on him. He's like, there's no one. I'm not expecting visitors, so I know if you're here, it's not for good. Mm -hmm. Um, Gets his shit ready. Kicks through the fucking door and kicks the guy into the water. He's just like, peace, I'm out. Starts running from these guys and it's like, game's back on, you know? And he's just like, God, how do they fucking find me, you know? Right. And he's just kind of getting desperate. Goes into the U.S. Embassy, gives him a passport he knows is going to get flagged. And they're just like, you know, this woman comes out, she's like, all right, so your passport's flagged. And he's like, I know. That's why I gave it to you. He's like, no offense, but you look like an intern. I need to talk to someone that can actually do something. Right. Because this is a waste of my time. And she's like, all right, well, you got to deal. You got know, real rude like, living by the yeah, river. She's like, <laughs> she's like, fuck you. This is how we do. I'm in charge. You know, whatever. Sniper. Like, they follow him there. Blows her out? No, almost. Oh, he shit. sees it, like, at the last second. And because he's still somewhat connected with Jake, so Jake's like, he's like, watch out. And he's just like, what What the fuck? What's that? He's like, ah, sniper. And, you know, push, push it out of the way. Then in Jake's storyline, he's back in, like, Langley. Like, under heavy lock and key like five different agencies want him wow. and, and they're just like nope middle fingers nope nope we get we got him he's here he breaks out goes to see his family because that's like all he's wanted because he calls and calls his wife and another dude answers. he's like this is her husband and he's just like fuck that goes discovers his wife's like already moved on remarried had a kid looks like damn five years Motherfuckers don't be grieving for no one. Yeah, she just that's that is a fast track right there. Yeah, because the kid's like four. Oh like, no, that bun you, was in the oven. <laughs> you waited a year and you were just like hump hump hump, we're married. 
So he's he's pissed at John because he spent five years like trapped inside of him, and he's just you know he kind of feels like he could have gone back, even though what are you gonna do? CIA experiments. I don't think they would just been like yeah. go back to your family. Um, so they recapture him, but when they knock him out, he gets projected back into John. Oh, so he's shit. just like helping him out. He's like, hey, go here, go here, and it's kind of like. Is he just trying to get you back over there so he can kill you himself? Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Well, they planted that so. seed for sure. So Yeah, exactly. So it was just... Pretty cool? It was very cool. <sighs> Fucking really high, like... High octane? octane white knuckle? Like, you're just foot, 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 foot. Really? The dialogue is pretty minimal. Like, it's just like, here's a little bit, here's a little bit, here's just a little bit. Get some. Most of it's just action, 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 action. Wow. So it was really good. Like, it makes... like. I, I would compare it kind of to like the born movies in a way, but it makes them look really pussy. Wow. So here's the thing. Um, what I'd have to have read the first series to appreciate this one. Uh, it makes you appreciate it more, but you don't really need to. They have a little recap, but it's like, it's such a self contained contained story that you get all the information you need of what's happening in this series. As it and goes. that's kind of like all you need is what's happening right, in fair this enough. series. That's good. So Cool. Yeah, very very good. And didn't that come out? That came out this week, right? That came out this week, yeah. All right. Same with, I think... Chasing the Dead came out. Yeah. All New X-Men, I think, came out. I think All New X-Men is new, and I... Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think, I think Lot 13 came out last week. Either it came out last week or this week. I I don't know. Just I'm, go buy it. It has a yeah. kid getting blown apart by a car. Yeah, check it out. Check. I guess you can check all these books out. And more. Yeah. Pretty, at pretty, your local comic retailer. <laughs> <laughs> local LCS. Uh, that's twice. You can't say local LCS. Whatever. You've been listening to CBMFP, Comic Bastards motherfucking podcast. I've been Kevin. I am Dustin. You can find more of our sweet antics on Facebook, Google+, Tumblr, Pinterest. Find us on Twitter. Shoot us a tweet. Tell us... What you like, what you don't like, what you want to see, what you don't want to see. We got a couple of new things coming up. We'll try to make it a little more interesting, especially all for you hardcore indie guys. Um, we'll try to give you a little hardcore indie corner. I mean, that sounds really fucking sweet, like a wrestling match or something. It does, actually. But, uh, so we'll maybe try nothing too elaborate, but something hopefully you get excited for. And we're approaching the end of the year. So oh, wow. our big, that's true. Uh, end of the year wrap, wrap up uh, podcast. Yeah, maybe hopefully I'll learn how to talk by then. Yeah, hopefully uh get the poop out of his mouth. Yeah, he had a bunch of chicken wings. Weird, I don't remember That's poop <laughs> in my mouth. Chicken nuggets. This is the Parmesan cheese. We'll see you guys next week. If you're watching this Blu-ray DVD digital download, <laughs> then I unfortunately am dead. Oh he is. The sheer thought of his son reading comics destroyed his black, black heart. If she is still talking, oh, I am. please tell her to shut up. Hey, shut up. For I am not there to tell her. Oh, face Reginald, I missed your hands around my neck. Honey, I want you to use my insanely amassed fortune to create an army of robots to destroy all of comic books. Is that it? That is it. Gil. <laughs> Well, that was a great podcast. Yeah, I agree. What the? I don't know.
Hey, dude. You suck. We are taking over. Wait, you can't do this. Already did. You hole of butt. Now get lost. Deadly robots from the future. Here to destroy comic books. Not on my watch. M maybe Dustin's. Oh, yeah. I'm totally on board with our new robot overlords. Hmm?